This All is right. really great. <laughs> what we got to do? <laughs> All right. Ready? Yes. Strong grunts. Hi. Hi. Yes, boss. See what's that? Hi. You're part of the face with hard luck. Face to face. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's a hard luck show coming at you from the Pico Youth and Family Center in Santa Monica, California. Sitting across from me, my co-host, my partner, is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian. Come on. Get him, Chumahan. This is the real Do song it. of the Patriots. Yeah. Are you fake ass fucking Patriots? Real American. This is it. My country tis a thee, baby, right here. Yeah. That's where that shit came from. <laughs> On sound, old blue eyes himself. That's right, baby. It's Sean Lewis, certified audio about Smooth. Oh. Yeah. Engineer. For you the don't hall. miss a beat, this dude. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's right, baby. You yeah. good, Sean. Oh, Sean's like rolling around in the passenger seat of his dad's oh, car this sure. morning, bro. Yeah. Bro, right? I'm telling you. Oh, I'm, telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Some of the best, best groups. Oh, come man. on, man, dude. And don't say a word. Cause I've already heard what your body's saying to mine. Man, you on it, Sean. I gotta tell you, bro. You hit deep in the early 80s on some shit, bro. Yeah. And. Some guy with a slow hand. Oh, he's got real easy touch. And an easy touch, he's a showrunner. Yeah. yeah. Showrunner extraordinaire shorts. That's me. What up, boys? Stick to the G code. What? what up, boys? What up, boys? What is your, hey, what's your greeting, bro? You, you do like, usually you do like a what up, boys, or a what up, fellas. That's not very West Coast, I don't think. It's not. No, is that West Coast? I am West Coast. Doesn't matter what the fuck I say. All right, I hear you. Ooh, Ooh West Coast That's hand West is strong. Oh, West Coast hand is strong. Yeah. No, but seriously, Steve, West, West Coast what, hand is strong. <laughs> what's said. up? What's up? What, what's up, fellas? I don't know. How, who do you say that to, I don't Steve? Know. Who do you? I ever, don't even think I say that. Right. Where yeah. do you get that? Like, are you? This sounds like a like a like what? Said somebody, what up, boys? I didn't say what up, fellas. Right but you, now. has he said what up, fellas? Uh, oh yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. 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 Right. Why, but it's not, is he's a, is a bad word. He doesn't what? do an introduction. He just yeah. says hi. Well, yeah, because oh, I get that. introduced. Yeah, but so do That's I. Yeah, so everybody no, gets don't. Introduced. No, you don't. My he partner, actually, my butter. Right. right. Yeah, but he doesn't say your name. That's the difference. So we say Schwartz? No, yeah. So but like the real on, question on the other introductions, actually, it's just a lead-in, and then no, the other says, person announces. Oh, blue eyes. But he doesn't. He says he says on sound. And oh, then he Blue says, eyes. our showrunner, he doesn't say Schwartz. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, I do. But even yeah. if he yeah, says he Schwartz, he goes, on sound, oh, Blue Eyes. Yeah. And oh, then yeah, he still that. does it. I guess right. yours it's not. I guess he doesn't. No, but I mean, 
First of all, don't deflect. <laughs> Shorts means deflect. Oh, he got yeah, stopped. Yeah, 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 Bullshit. Yeah. He got no, stopped no, for like half a yeah, second. He's yeah, like, no, 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 let no, me no, fuck no, with no, him. No, 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 Gave no, me no, a fucking no, break, bro. Hey, I saw no, that. No. Hey, I saw the no, tweet. Just keep it moving. No, Dude, there, was a, there was a chick no. in the Indian's oh, armor no, for a second. No. Why do you say what's up? Argument to dismiss. Argument to dismiss. Overruled. Sounds like. It sounds like something somebody would say in a tavern in Philadelphia. What's up? <laughs> oh, so what is Philadelphia that? Philadelphia tavern? Hey man, I'm an Eagles is... fan, so what up? In the Eagles, that's right. Fan. I'm a diehard Eagles fan, bro. Yeah. In the fucking uh, mail, mailman outfit in the corner <laughs> oh, of the bar. Shit. <laughs> the West Coast Cliff Clavin. Cliff Clavin. Yeah. Right on. Uh, right. You know, uh, now you know, m- many people don't know this, but. Uh, uh, Beer peanuts were first invented by the Spanish during the Inquisition. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. All let's right. Go. So, so we also have right a, a reoccurring guest. A reoccurring guest. Yeah, we got family in today. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And he's here because there's something. He's here. He's here for a number of reasons, not just the guest on the show. No, this gentleman's doing more than just that. Right. He's got a tattoo appointment, and his name is Mister. Trigger Joe! Yeah. Welcome yeah. back, baby boy! What Good up? Good to be here, Good to be here What up? Yeah, uh, we got Triggs in the building uh, today, man. Uh, to what do we side. owe? Yeah. To what do we owe the pleasure, the honor, to have Trigger up in here? What is it? Come on. It's, it's, it's an honor to be here. Nah, come you on, know, man. Don't I, be politicking. You know, I'm always right here with you guys. I, I, love, I love coming back. What you got? But you got some activities and whatnots going on, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got, you know, still pushing that ink. Yeah, there. I heard you gonna be four, not in orange, in Anaheim. Yeah. You know, doing a little bit of traveling out there to uh, uh, at Blindside Studios in uh, Austin, Texas. He's right down the street. Blindside Studios, right down the street from Frank Balls. Okay. So they're both out there in that mix. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, how's Texas, homie? Oh, man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, a lot Austin's of, popping right now. A lot, of, a lot of California is reaching out and setting down some roots over in Texas. Yeah, I, have a, I actually had a lot of clients that were from L.A., O.C., mm. San Diego, you know, like... Yeah, flying out there for the same reason, you know, like, oh, you're from you're from West Side, you're from the West Side, you know? I heard, you know, uh, they're, now they're, and they're flying all the way out there to get tatted by somebody from, you know, Cali, Cali, right? So, does uh, it make it even all better when you guys make that bond? For uh, business, uh, for yeah, I mean, it's cool just to be. You know, like for me, the first, the the last time I was there, the first person that I ran into that was, you know, from over here from L.A. was like he hadn't been to L.A. in like eight, nine years because he was military and he came from Germany. Oh, he's so all happy. he was like, he's like, see, I yeah. was like, see, family, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He's yeah, sucking you, know, you like, up and all that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. We had, yeah. we, and we, we had a good session. I, I got in a few hours with him. Got, got, got to have some good conversation with him. But, hey, you know, like I even told him, like I know how you feel. You know, like it's just yeah. like us. We go when we're yep. incarcerated. You don't yep. see somebody for a minute. You come through, see him again. It's like, yeah. hey, that's my boy. So yeah, like, yeah. You finally Absolutely. seen someone you could vibe with. Yeah, dog. That's special. It means a lot. Was cool. You know, to, to do yeah. something like that in another uh, state setting, you know? yeah, 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 too. Right That's on. Good. But Crushing so, it. so you came up this this way because why did you? I mean, obviously to be with a show and hang out and you're a cool dude and everything. But is there anything else going on today here? 
Oh, yes. Um, we're going to be doing a little bit of ink slinging after uh-huh. the show. We should have done it during the show. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to come out and see it. But they're going to uh, yeah. do something. The trick's doing a yeah. tattoo on our... Uh, what are we getting? Uh, who the old brother? Yeah. The rib shot. Rib shot. What's yep. going on, yeah. Schwartz? Hebrew letters on my, the ribs. Uh, my uncle's getting his, uh, his son's He's getting his hood birth on date. Yeah. <laughs> his son's hood on the hood. <laughs> yeah. How old is your uncle? He's like, he's got to be like, oh, he's 59, 58. And so he comes cool. to you and says, listen, bro, uh, I hear you on the Hard Luck Show. I know you've got some <laughs> yeah. ink connections. The guys uh, look like they have tattoos in the pictures. Right. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember, me what, hey, remember what I gave you at your bar mitzvah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for you to pay that back. Yeah. No, what happened? No, man. He just, uh, it's kind of funny, dude. Two of my mom's brothers right now, no tattoos ever, just like randomly they're about to get tattoos one of them today um so he lives out in new york and he was he hasn't been out here for years and uh, he came in for thanksgiving and whatever and he hit me up just because i figured that i'd know somebody who could hook him up mm-hmm. so you got the massive hookup see yeah, and that hookup. and that right there that's that's like that that's a good thing to be able to be a part of that and bring it together you know like, does yeah. he know for me for me yeah, like yeah. So first first tattoo son's uh birthday whatever you know like there's there's a lot of symbolism there's a lot of meaning behind that you know right. oh, yeah. for me right. like i like to do those types of tattoos you're kind of regardless how old they are cherry in a, in a way yeah, dog. you know yeah. what i'm saying as the yeah. artist you know but is he aware of um like how painful this is going to be yeah funny enough man everybody <laughs> oh, keeps I won't fucking feel it. Every- <laughs> 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 yeah. it's, it's not gonna, all right yeah yeah ain't really sweating this one yeah now everybody keeps telling him, you know, since the last few days that, uh, you know, how painful it is and blah, blah, blah. And people have said, oh, well, you should, you know, sometimes you can put cream on there. It's oh, like makes cream. it. Not, yeah, I guess there's yeah. like some numbing cream, cream that you can get. <laughs> well, it's funny enough. So, yeah. like, he nice was actually, he it. was my uncle's son. He's Prem- like, well, what, what I don't it? know. Ask him, should I use Coward that or cream. not use it? Like, he's not trying to use it. So last night he's like, "Oh, did you find out about the cream?" Stop! And I, stop! Yeah, he's not trying to use it, but he did follow up with you and say, "Did you find out about the coward cream?" He followed up to see. He followed up to see if he said, "Use it, don't use it." Yeah, like, he's not trying to use it. Nah, well, I I texted him back that uh, yeah, he said he's got some and it's called Vagisil because you only put it on pussies. <laughs> oh, oh, tough yeah, guy Schwartz go. just showed up. Oh, call him out, tough yeah. guy Schwartz. Hey man, I got the proof. You can. Check Check my text. <laughs> All right, oh. yeah. So, what did your uncle say? He said, "No, I want to do it all natural." Nah, he, he's no, he's like, he's like psyched calm. himself out. He doesn't think he's gonna feel it. So, we're gonna we're gonna check that. Man, oh, he's doing Good. he's doing some push ups right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. You gotta earn that. You gotta earn that ink, man. Hey, you know, Steve's got. Ink that he's. How much cream have you used, uh, Steve, to for all those? Types? The only fucking cream I'm using is lotion on my hands on a daily basis. Right. You didn't get any way. numbing yeah. agents. Yeah. You didn't cry about it. Did you uh, text any of your it's nephews? It's gonna hurt. It's gonna, gonna hurt. hurt. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> simple there's, as that. Cream yeah. or not, it's gonna hurt. Right. And and there's something about like, uh, and you only know it if you fucking have tattoos that you fucking didn't get cream for. But when you come out of your shirt or when you when when you Bust a tank top, whatever it is, dog, and you take your shit off, and people look at her or whatever it might be, bro. You in your head know you were you got that shit because most people ain't gonna do that. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. And then when you, I guess for the cheater, 
to cheaters that use the cream because a lot of people use that fucking cream. Right. It, I don't know how you feel inside because you really didn't do anything. You right. numbed it all out. You didn't yeah. sit through that shit. Yeah, right. People are looking at you like, wow, that must have fucking been intense. <laughs> right. And the guy's over there. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't. <laughs> right. It's that fucking numbing cream. You, I, I, you, you should have to wear a fucking A disclaimer. Sign, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Says right here. Use coward cream. Yeah, I didn't feel man. anything, man. Right. I didn't feel it. Right. <laughs> because there was They're going to take everything. There was, a, there was a time where part of the... The thing, and that included the piercings too, was that uh, you were going to go through the pain. Yes. Like that was part of it. Like it was part of the ritual. Right. When you go to a tribe somewhere and they got some kind of shit where they're sticking shit through their nose, they're not like, oh, let's numb it. How about the tribe where they're like dancing and praying for hours and talking to God before they do that shit? Right. Or putting peppers on it. Right. (laughs) Right. Or filing your teeth into that tribe that makes the fucking fangs. That's some real shit. What? Go, church. Check this out. I got a story. Let's talk about a ritual, right? Right. Yeah, so, uh, I'm doing a, a piece, a cigarette, on a guy's um, belt, like where his belt is on his uh, on his lower rib kind of stomach uh-huh. area, right? Yeah, right above the belt, the waist and shit. Yeah, and um, he's from the British Army. These guys are in downtown Austin, Texas, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I put the pattern on him, turn around, getting gun ready. And he says, "Hey, before you start, I got to do something." I'm like, "All right, go ahead." Thing is, and go use the restroom or whatever, right? <laughs> Dude takes a lighter and puts it to the cigarette that I just stenciled onto him because I'm going to line it up and shade it for him, right? And he starts burning the area where the cherry is. And so I turn around like, what the hell is this guy doing, right? He's a little youngster. He's probably like 22, 23 years old, right? Yeah. They had a whole bunch of British soldiers over there at the time, and this guy's from the British Army. So I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, mate, I got to do this, mate. You know, you probably think it's funny, but it's a ritual. I have to do this before I get this tattoo. Everybody does this. And I go, are you sure? And he goes, yeah. And I go, all right. You know, I go, it's a ritual. You're telling me, like... He goes, you cannot get this tattoo. You don't do this. I said, okay, oh cool. I go, I respect that. Right. You're doing this on your own. You got none of your boys here, nothing. And you're, you're doing this on your own. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So now I turn around and get ready again. You know, I'm about to start tatting on him. And he jumps up one more time. He goes, hold on. I go, what now? And he's like. I got to do it right. And he takes the lighter. He lights it up again. He starts burning himself. Right? You like smell. I'm already filming what? at this point. Right? I'm already I'm on to this guy. Like, I got to catch this. Yeah. No one's going to yeah. believe this shit. It smelled like barbecue. Yeah, in there, huh? he's over there sizzling and shit. <laughs> crazy. And, and, and uh, uh, he lays back down. He's like, now nah, I'm ready. I, I had to make sure, like, I'm good in my heart that I right. did it right. And I was like, that's right. You know? Right. So, but it was just like. To witness something like that and know that that was, you know, this dude's from a whole nother country. And, yeah. and and that was something that he he told me to himself, like, no one can get this unless they do this. You right. Know, like, right. You, this is a ritual right here. It means right. something to me. And I was like, I respect yeah, that. You know? Yeah. So yeah. so two hours later, I see another cat in there getting it, stands up and like, hey, let me see that. Yeah. You know, he, he shows me and I'm like. Did he burn it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other tattoos guy sitting there with know. His... And he just looked at me, started yeah. laughing. He's like, all right, all right, cool. I was yeah. like, yeah, I already know. You know what I mean? You better, you better did that shit right, you know? That's a trip, man. <laughs> so that was, that was cool right huh? there, you know, to be part of something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah, 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 I mean British Army. So they so are you telling me like like the the British soldier army guys that are fucking uh 
they're in there. They all got this thing on them. What? Well, certain you know guys do for whatever reason, but right, the they ones probably that have do got it. It's like a like a, a brotherhood thing amongst it. them. Right, right. they probably it. have like different platoons and divisions, yeah, like exactly, we do here. Right. So exactly. like some dudes, like the do. smokers or some shit. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, but. but the thing that's cool about that is is that I mean. Uh, there's a tribal aspect to it, right? Yes. Uh, an yes. entry into manhood. Sure. Yeah. That's what that kind of is. And yeah. I mean, listen, for the other tribe, circumcision, right? Cutting the skin off your dick. Yeah. Is, uh, somebody was the first one to do it. <laughs> think about that. Really yeah. think about that. Before lasers and all that shit. Somebody was like, look, man, I'm tired of this That's bullshit. Go right there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, listen, I'm tired about these weak ass motherfuckers. You know what I mean? You want to be in my thing? You want to get down with the real guy? You want to really get down? We're going to start cutting the skin off our dick, motherfucker. Oh, you scared? What the fuck on out? Oh, you want some cream? You want me to put a little cream on the tear? Ain't going to happen, bro. Uh-uh. This ain't no cow with cream here. Then you got a, a Flintstone. Right. Huh? Come here, boy. Right. This is how we do it. Right. And there was probably... I'm going first. Right. You'd be looking at that dude like he's crazy. Right. You would, you'd you be like... Well, Today they locked the person up. Right? You would think they... Yeah. You would think they, they would... That was probably some like caveman trigger too that was like the normal piercing guy. He was like... Guy came in and was like, hey, I want you to cut the skin on my dick, man. True was like, no. Caveman trigger was like, what? Yeah, that's where I... I'm from, man. Let me fucking cut the skin off my Take dick. Take that shit right off. Right. Well, listen, bro. I'll tell Boy, you. Boy, that really caught on. It caught on. They did. They <laughs> they found it somehow medically necessary. Now you have people yeah. that aren't right. How is that though? I don't know. I don't know. That's one of those reasons why I think sometimes <laughs> I'm always suspicious of science that backs up things that are already culturally permissible. Right. And I because it would be it would be suggesting that God. Yeah. That's right. Flawed. Right. Right. There was a flaw from the beginning. In, right. In right. That there's correct. some. Yeah. Yeah. And I really, I really, except I, this. His dick. <laughs> right. Really Everything's cool, except I put too much skin on the dick, and the right. shit gets gangrene. But I'm going to make them of, smart enough to know and that they got to cut that off. Imagine how many thousands of years you had the extra skin on your dick, and there was death by gangrene dick before somebody was like, let's just cut the skin off. There was thousands of years of that. And you there would, all sorts of people dying from it? I mean, we don't know. It's, that's how preposterous the thing is when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, and now I'm starting to think, like, what if it was a bunch of dudes fucking killing over? Dicks all blown up. You don't believe it. I don't. You know what? No? This goes right back. They're like, what do we got to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. We got to cut it off. And, it, you know, maybe it wasn't like, oh, look like, everybody's like, yeah, that's what we do. Right? Might have been like this great movement, Man, this fucking incredible fucking movement, right. removal movement. Right. Imagine like a thousand years, everybody's hey, wait, 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 about cast it. Yeah, cast it. Everyone's walking around with fucking dicks, and the tip looked like a yam, and they're like. Ah! <laughs> it's an epidemic. They're clowning the guy. Hey, right? Dad, yeah. Hey, Dad. They've been fucking stoned him to death. Yeah, hey, Dad, how's your foreskin doing? It's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, when you think about it, it's got to be preposterous because, and I'll it, think about this. Like, you know, some for some reason, whenever we imagine, like, original man, we just imagine that he's just like we are, and he just showed up in nature, and it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck am I going to do now? Right, I better right, make right. some clothes. It's cold. Right, right. 
But the truth of the matter is, and think about how much fucking, really think about this. And I know some other people say that's cringy when I talk dirty, but I'm going to do it anyway. Think about how much evolutionary fucking was going on (laughs) before anything about cleanliness was even thought of. Right. You to get to the human, you had to have a lot of stank dick and a lot of stank vagina able to fuck and make babies. <laughs> Think about that. Look at chimps. They don't look clean. I mean, look at them, and they're oh, fine. Bro. I mean, how, how for how long did they even... Were probably babies dying. I mean, just because they didn't even know what to do. No, but if it was really that or fatal, yeah. like if it was really that fatal, we wouldn't have made it. Think about that we made it. Right. Like if it's that, di- this is what I'm saying. Think really, think about this. There might have they're been- rolling around in dirt. Oh, scratching their ass. Else? Right, else, like yeah. people scratch their ass now. They didn't know. And they didn't. Tri- they weren't tripping. You think they were washing their hands? You didn't equate any of that to that sickness. Not that a, a, right. Listen, so it was all came together. You might have had like antibodies. Right. right. You think women were having yeast infections all the time in the jungle? They certainly didn't know to go shower every day. They didn't care, right. or or they went into the river yeah, every day. Right. Right. Right, and they weren't tripping. or not. You know, I don't know. I really think that our idea of a dirty person and all that stuff comes from uh, Europe, yeah. from peasants who lived in squalor because of the city. It, I don't think anyone's ever like come from the nature and pulled out a tribe person and was like, look how that dirty that motherfucker is. Right. You look at those dudes in tribes, they ain't that dirty. Yeah, they're all. Well, I, I I think it would just even be a, regardless your your human nature to find some way to wash yourself, right? You which might... even tribal people do, right? Regardless where they're at, right? They still find some way to wash themselves. It... Water, you know, find a a, right. a river, a creek, whatever. Right. You know, like right. It's in their human nature to go search for that element too, or every, or everybody be walking to sustain around themselves, drinking and and stay clean right so think about that really think about that because i was thinking about it and i'm like there's no way you know the sperm is going to get to the egg if it was really all bacteria infested and all this it's too crazy that we wouldn't make it to now it's only like now you look back and it's really if you read a lot of tribal people that had to contend with europeans like one of the first clams is like man these are some dirty motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure right and europeans in the in the early days they would just pee and piss in pots and then throw it in the street. Think about that. Really think about it. They're throwing shit out. They had a chamber pot. They take a poop and a pee and throw it out in the street. And they, at one time in Europe, it was the science that if you got fully wet, you might die. So they didn't bathe all the way. They just splashed some water on them because they thought that if you got fully wet, that's when you caught a cold and died. That was their science for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying I, I, I really don't think it was really like that at all, man. I think that, like, I mean, I think everyone's private parts were just fine. There's a lot of air. You know, they were wearing breech cloths. There was a lot of air <laughs> movement and body movement. I don't, I don't ever hear about, like, people in Africa that were in tribes. I never hear of them being like, yeah, man, I got swollen Johnson, bro. <laughs> I can't do nothing with it. So let me ask you something. The hell is going on? Wait, let me help you with the segue. I know where you're going. So let, let's do it this way. Mm. So the tribal people, though, usually have rituals. Mm. 
that involve whatever, but it usually involves some kind of pain to admit somebody as a fully empowered adult or mm. male into a society. Yes. Now, the society we live in now, mm. I think it's not so clear when you've become a man. Absolutely. And there is no passage into, they were losing that more and more. Right. And when you lose that or it's confused or there's mixed messages, sometimes young men, and I don't know much about the women's side of it, so I'm not going to speak on that, but a lot of young men try to figure out some way to show I'm a man now. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes that comes from a gun, an AR-15, right? I'm carrying a mechanical phallic, phallus symbol, right? right? right, Now you all know I have the power. Right, 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 right. But it's really easy to do as long as you got the money to pay for it. It's not like you had to go through any pain. And I think that's what brings us to what went on in Rittenhouse. Part of what's going on in the Kyle Rittenhouse case is that you got a young doughy child child boy, a doughy boy, mm-hmm. right, who looks a lot like his mom, yeah, including yeah. the breasts and the hips. Yep. Okay. Mm. Trying to figure out how do I look masculine? How am I going to harden my body? Yeah. All right. You're going to carry that AR-15 down to Kenosha, and then we have the situation. A little little plump boy with the AR-15. Yeah, sugar plum. With his army green shirt. Yeah. Sugar plum. Going down, I'm going to help some people. Tactical. Right, I'm going to defend a a used car sales lot. Yeah, and I'll do CPR and shit, even though I have no certification. I've never done that yet. Right. If I can get my AR-15 out of the way, Mm -hmm. I might help some people. Right. And so obviously what happened was he was found not guilty on all counts. Now, it's disgusting. It's utterly disgusting. I mean, me and me and Schwartz went and had a long talk about it. But when you say he's, not, he's found not guilty on all counts, I, I just want to ask something real quick. Is We know that he's underage to own a gun. We know that he crossed state lines with a gun how are those two things if we know for a fact that those are against the law to do those things is he found is he not guilty on it he's he's not it's not illegal for him to own a gun it's illegal for him to purchase so he can own it someone could have gave it to him it could have been a gift no that's what he did Right. Yeah. Somebody. So gave it's it not him. illegal for him to own the gun, but as far as him buying one, he can't. Wait, it's not illegal for him to possess the gun. Right. Hold like, on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, wow. Okay. I just heard the testimony. Mm. Okay. So I can okay. clear that up for us. All right. That's what old blue eyes. You're right. He gave, and he said on the stand, "I gave the money to my friend for him to buy it for himself, <laughs> and I could just use it. Then when I turn 18, I can have it. I can have it. Right. But he said that on the stand. Yeah. Wow. So legally, he didn't purchase it. Legally, he didn't possess it. But yes, he can use it. And it's not illegal for him to use it. And he said that on the stand. And his lawyer walked him 20 times through that statement to take it off the table as a charge. Well, yeah, they they removed it before they sent the the case to the jury. The judge, right? Judge uh, Breadstick took it off. Yeah, the jury didn't even consider that. And then how about cro- going in, how about crossing a state line with a gun? He didn't cross it. He left it in the state and went and crossed the state line and then got it from his buddy. Mm. He thought through that. He thought through that. I'm sure that's in the Proud Boy handbook. 
how to fucking get around. Yeah, the I bet you I, it dude, is. No bullshit. It, it just, probably is. All, all that, all that <clears throat> right there, just pretty much shows you intent. Right. Well, hold on. There's intent. intent. In- Right there's there. regardless in, what it is there's some intention there to do something that you know you're not supposed to because the way you're going about receiving your so-called you know, yeah for us it'd be in toy or true, weapon huh? or whatever for us it'd be you know what i mean like shit that's that's exactly that's and they I'm would saying. let you enter that right they there would let you like why did you go yeah. about doing it this way why if there was you no intent it? there then why you didn't you I mean? buy it mr so-and-so well, because I'm fucking 17 and I'm not allowed to have a gun. Exactly, because Mr. You know better. They say, that's how they come in them. And well, you're asked to be toast. Right. But, but listen, intent, but Trigger said the key word. There is some kind of intent. Intent to do what? And that's the attorney's job or the prosecutor's job to find out. And they will if you're the right color, I feel like. Or well, no, well, no money. Well, I think it goes back to what professor labelle was talking about and I, I you know i did you i looked up professor labelle's credits like we were just talking to him like he's like a one one of the Wait, normal chowder rewind heads. professor labelle from from the unlock the box series that we just had and it was the story of ashker versus brown mm-hmm. and it was with eduardo tumbrique and uh labelle Good, professor uh, labelle and we talked about the legal battle to end solitary confinement right okay that dude is like a fucking champion dude. That guy's got like 10 books under his belt. He's, dude, we were talking to him. We're like, hey, professor, what's the matter? You wake up, wake up, huh? This ain't no wrestling. That guy, right? And he was really cool. He was right, unpretentious, he was cool. right? Like he wasn't, he didn't come across like a professor. Not at all. That dude, bro, is like the highest chair at the University of Pittsburgh Law School. He d- gives lectures internationally on comparative constitution. That means this guy is hired by other countries to come in and discuss how they're going to form their constitution as compared to the United States. Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. That dude's a real serious dude. And so is, so is <laughs> well, Edward. I don't hear, I don't hear too much talk about people like that. I, dude, I was so impressed that I stopped my whole law firm as I was writing a copy. People don't know this, but I write, the, they probably know I write the copy, but they don't know all the processes that go into it. I write this copy, right? And I'm trying to pull it together for the show. And I look up Professor LaBelle because I'm like, oh, well, what did he do, right? And I figured, like, Western law school, you know, like some shlomo, like a regular guy, you know, whatever. And then I look at it, I'm like, holy fuck, I should have probably called him sir. I don't know what <laughs> right, I'm doing, right? Right, right, right. And I run out and tell my law firm, I'm like, dude, you guys, you understand what we just had on the show? And they're like, looking at me like they don't know who I am. And I laid it all out. I'm like, See, that's what makes the hard luck show so fucking badass, <laughs> motherfucker. Told you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm like, I don't think you understand. What other podcast could you have Professor LaBelle on one episode and Lepke on the other right. episode, right? We cover the entire gamut. There's nothing left. So, based on all of that, right? Rittenhouse had the kind of attorney that LaBelle was talking about, which is plenty of time to really peel it all back uh-huh. and take a look at and fuck up the prosecution's theory of the case. So you can have intent. You can even have intent to kill. But if you don't have the other pieces of that, then it best at best you're going to get like, you know, uh, attempt if you even get that. But if, if you have intent to kill somebody and you don't take a furtherance of that step, that's an element. Furtherance. So what did you do? Did you, you know, meet the guy? Whatever. 
If you don't have that, you just sit there and go, man, I would love to kill that motherfucker. But nothing else happens. You can't. There's no crime. You've committed no crime. So, yes, there's intent. Obviously, he's working around the law to get this AR-15. But you know what? The flip side of that is that ain't that much different than a lot of American kids all over the place figuring out, oh, well, I didn't really buy the beer, but it was given. So the main thing that turned that case around was the claim of self-defense. That's what that's what turned it around. If and the claim of self-defense and the prosecution and the defense attorney really argued about it. But those instructions that went to the jury. So you have the case. Everybody says what they're going to say on the record. Mm -hmm. And you guys know there's a whole other backstory and all this other shit that never gets to the jury. Right? Because it may be prejudicial or it's not really relevant. Whatever. It could could create a biasness or something. Right. Right. So the jury is kind of like this vacuum sealed cheese people that are only going to hear what is totally necessary to be heard and it's the judge who's allowing who's pinching the straw of information to make sure nothing bullshit gets to them and everybody complains that the judge fucked up and let the jury hear something that was positive for the defense and negative for the prosecution mm-hmm. or vice versa and there is some of that okay but it's within a certain bounds otherwise you can appeal it and then the appeals court will look and see what the judge let in and let out and they'll be like oh under the reasonable person standards crazy what he judged it so then you have the jurors. But then once the jurors get the info, the next piece of it is, okay, here are the instructions on how to apply the law, the elements. They call it elements, but basically it's just like so-and-so said that they use self-defense. Self-defense is blank in imminent harm that under a reasonable person with reasonable intelligence would think that they were it was kill or be killed. Blah, 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 blah. Then the jury looks through all the information. Now, attorneys fight tooth and nail over how those instructions are written and how they're given to the jury. And because they rightfully know that how the instructions are worded are going to have a huge impact on if the jury finds that the evidence supports. On how you have to decide. Exactly. And they did. They took three days or four days, whatever it was, and they asked for all the instructions and they probably extra copies and they poured over it, I'm sure. Now, Wisconsin self-defense law is pretty vague on certain elements. Uh And one of the things that the prosecution defense fought over was if they do find self-defense, does that cut out all the lesser crimes? So like. If the jury finds self-defense, does that mean that they can still say, but it was reckless manslaughter because he didn't have to shoot four times uh-huh. or something like that? And I think the way that it worked out was, no, if you find self-defense, everything else is off the table. Doesn't uh, Didn't work like that with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You, know, you still get charged for, you know, in my case, having the firearm, but, you know, the fact that he still went about it the way he did getting it over there is, you know, like, how do you brush off everything else? You know, like, there's tons of people who beat their main charge and it's like, well, we're still going to get you because you did this, this, right. this. You know, like, well, if I beat the main charge, everything else shouldn't matter. Not it, over here. Right. It's different. Yeah, You're California. you your ass one way or the other, you know? Yep. <laughs> well, well, that's absolutely true. And that's one of the elements that we got to think about. Like, why are certain groups in... in, in... If he would have killed... Let me ask you this. Go ahead. 
if he would have killed people that were black or let's just say black. If Go it, ahead. Do you think that there would have been some appraisal for that? A hate crime? It would depend on what they could show. I mean, mm-hmm. would would African Americans be really upset about it and demonstrate? Yeah. Absolutely. I would. I would. Mm-hmm. The flip side is, going back to what Trigger was kind of saying, though, was the issue here is our Proud Boys, our militias, gangs. So that's what I was going to say. Our, 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 our youth, you know, they may have to walk somebody down because they feel threatened and they don't get that self-defense, you know. And, and, and it, it, the belief system as to why their, their life is in danger or whatever, mm-hmm. at that point should not even matter, you know. Like, mm-hmm. you, it, because it, the law states if your life is in danger and you feel threatened, you have the right, you know, to, to do what you need necessary. Not Nothing overboard, but... That's proportionate. Not, you know how what I'm saying? What no, I'm no, saying no. So, is, well, what I'm saying is like, you don't get that same, like maybe the jury instruction that this guy got. Yeah. The, the, these these kids that are out here banging and doing their thing or, you know, you may have one guy who's a, a, a carrying a firearm because he's already knows that he's he's looked upon you know, as a victim himself or whatever. So he's already prepared for his defense, you know? (laughs) Well, well. But it's a different, his, this guy believed he was defending what? The, the police for whatever. uh, No, no, no. uh, So, 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 so let's go back to this for, because this is an important point. Why isn't Proud Boys or Militia a street gang? Because when you're in California, the way it's set up, because of the propaganda of either, crack, either is the DEA or the FBI. Well, hold on, or a police force. Listen, a gang. Listen, they break the law. You can. They absolutely do. But they don't. They don't suffer RICO charges like a gang. They can if you find conspiracy, but no one's looking for it. Okay. But here's the deal. Well, any disruptive group of what five, five or more is supposed to be deemed a gang. So listen, so the issue here is, is you're right, Steve, that is what it is. But at least the, I'm not saying this as a, a positive, but one of the distinguishing factors is, is that the FBI, DEA have the vouch from the government. So right. they're government ordered. Right. Okay. Militias aren't. Right. I mean, these are just fucking. They're created. They're, they're manifested amongst a group of people. Right. This is a group just of. Just like a gang. Just right. like a gang. Mm-hmm. Right? Except they're not associated with some kind of drug epidemic, so they're not going to treat them that way or whatever you want to call it. Schwartz, wake up, brother. Somebody's talking to you over there. Now, look it. The thing is, is... uh, So, okay, so that's the first question. Because if you are validated in a gang, then the law's going to treat you and do different things to you than would be if you were just a quote-unquote citizen, right? So why wasn't... Why aren't we looking at these militias as gangs, white supremacists as gangs, right? And why were white supremacists and why were these people so quick to make a hero out of Rittenhouse? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They did. Mm-hmm. So now the next thing is, 
So the self-defense was was kind of vague. So now you got to look at what the prosecution is. Because the laws would are were applied a lot. They're applied differently. They like there's no doubt about that to, for them to come out with that kind of decision. I mean, in my mind, there's the you you, you could see it mm-hmm. there. Like like you just said, you know the the way <clears throat> the, that law is applied to these people in this scenario is based on whatever their uh, um, uh, uh, relationship to whatever group they are. You know, what, what, like, what, and how important it, it, and was not the video? Being a gang made a big part of that, you know? Like, sure. Like saying. And how about the video of it? Like, doesn't that, 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 doesn't that hold a lot of weight and bearing to this case, that it, video? Yeah, so the issue here then, right, so now we've got a self-defense doctrine. So no one's questioning he shot those dudes and killed those dudes. Right, mm-hmm. senseless white on white crime. When will it end? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's disgusting. All right, so the question then becomes uh, the video shot. But the video, and I'm gonna say this I mean, he had the gun out, and people, and that Rosenbaum, that first guy that got shot, he was just let out of the mental ward or wherever he was at, and he had his clothing from the mental ward in a plastic bag. That wasn't a child molester guy? I, he might have been. I don't know. I don't really know. But the point is, is Kyle Rittenhouse didn't know who he was. But Rosenbaum was the first guy, and he was, he was, he had something. It doesn't matter because Rittenhouse- I'm not saying it mattered, but I'm just saying that, that <laughs> dude. I think the the dude that they say that is was like a white supremacist guy. I don't. That was a child rapist. May I don't know. I don't know that. I know that there are some allegations uh, of that. Yeah, right, okay. right, right. Okay, okay. I don't know what it is. Okay. Quite frankly, I haven't had time to go through Rosenbaum's thing. Because on our show, when we discussed it, it sounded like this big old dude that was out of a psych ward that was like a teddy bear. Didn't really know. Like, was touching the front of the gun. Yeah. He didn't know. No, no, And no. about got his foot off. Now, <laughs> right. Instead, it's like some white supremacist that just got out and done some fucking prison time behind child molestation. No. He's a white supremacist. My understanding is is that he, yes, those are allegations. But my understanding is is that he was bipolar and he had done domestic abuse. Either way, I'm not just about. I'm no, just no, no, no. I'm not saying you are. I'm trying to crazy if that's the case that that guy found himself at the end of a fucking barrel. Yeah. Of that's that what would I'm be saying. Karma. Hold on, right? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Before you get on the karma, I'm trying to put together because what's going to happen is right. And then I already yelled at Schwartz about this, and it drives me nuts. It's real easy to be like, this country's fucked, and this is disgusting, and fuck this, and fuck that. We got to do something, and then everybody just gets back on the couch and does shit. Nobody does anything, all right? So my issue is is that, yes, that guy had some kind of thing, but it was mental. He definitely was in a mental uh, lockdown, 5150, for something that happened, and he had his items in a bag, yeah, plastic bag. And he was walking in exactly what you said. Somehow he's in the middle of a of a protest slash riot, and then this kid Rittenhouse has got a gun. Now my understanding is is this guy with whatever anger issues, sexual issues, whatever that is, sees the gun. And this was like one of the major things that the prosecution was trying to get across to the jury, which it didn't, was that the way Rittenhouse was holding the gun was aggressive. It wasn't like, oh, I got it pointed down and safe and safety's on and I'm not telling people. He's got it up, right? And it attracted that guy. That guy went right to it. And that guy was like, ah! And obviously something's wrong with the guy. He's challenging a kid with a gun. I don't know what he's doing, right? And he throws the thing. The gun goes out. He, so, so the jury, from a certain standpoint, saw, hey, 17-year-old kid, maybe he's an idiot, 
maybe he's doughy, but he didn't, that guy really did come at him. So maybe he did think his life was in danger. And he was in a situation where already there was a lot of unrest. So maybe he didn't. So what I don't want, this is my feeling. I was really thinking about this. I don't want this to become a race thing. Because this is this is a white dude to kill white dude. Now, it's clear what Trig and you are saying. There's a double standard. That's true. But we're in California. They're in Wisconsin. What the fuck? Right. I don't know. All mm-hmm. right. But what this really is, is I think this is the crown jewel. The real truth behind this whole thing is that the police fucked up. This is a American policing fuck up. Yeah. On the highest level that you can express. One of the reasons is is because it's not disputed that the cops gave Rittenhouse and his friends water and told them and basically co-signed them, deputized them, if you will, and said, we appreciate you during a time of civil unrest. So the cops, on some level, gave them a color of authority, at least acceptance. So now Rittenhouse with his gun, right, is starting to feel somewhat deputized. At the same time, you've got not the proper mental facilities or treatments for anybody anymore. So a guy like Rosenbaum is going to walk around "Ah," in a country where people can open carry. These are not secrets. Mm -hmm. So what you have here is that the police should have not condoned what those guys were doing. I mean, they could have just stayed silent, and I'd still think it's a fuck-up. But what they should have done is asserted control of the situation. That's their job. That's why they got the badge. That's why it's so hard to convict them of murder, because we want to train these motherfuckers. These police are supposed to be protecting people, people like Rosenbaum, Mm -hmm. who might be a fuck-up, but he's also mentally whatever. Right, right, right. He's entitled to walk the streets. And so because the police, and this is, I'm going to say this, the way we're running policing in this country led to that problem. I'll tell you that straight up. I agree. Right. That's the real villain in this story is how that police is done and the assumptions made that the police made. Oh, white guy with a gun on top of a roof? Cool. That's cool. Hmm. We'll, let it, we'll, we'll let it float. Let it ride. Good, good on you, buddy. Imagine if there was a bunch of black people or imagine a bunch of Latins with fucking tats. AR-15s up there, fucking face masks and all that shit, right? You think the police really would have been like, good on you. (laughs) Have some agua on us, boys. Yeah. That's where the fuck up is. And because the police are misusing their discretion, a discretion we've given them, the power to decide and to make these decisions, these tactical decisions on how they're going to handle stuff, because they fuck around and they act cowboyish and stupid, Taxpayers pay for a trial to watch this idiot Muppet judge be a fool and then Rittenhouse wastes prosecution money and all this bullshit to eventually be exonerated on some, you know, self-defense bullshit, even though he showed up and we got mental people running in the streets and and there's already unrest because the cops are shooting other unarmed black people and stuff in that same town. That whole thing is a police fuck up. And you know what? We pay for that. And then they come around and ask, act like they're doing us a favor and want to know where the 20-year watch is. It's like a crock pot of shit. Right. <laughs> so that's what I, when I look at that, I don't want to say it's a white black thing necessarily. I don't want to say any of that. I don't want to even talk about the double standard. I really want to say 
the police fucked up. It's a series of decisions that have been recurring that led to that. Exactly. It's a series of decisions or lack of decisions that led to that. Right. A lack of intelligence. Too. Well, uh, and no. so... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, so, having talked about one gun uh, uh, shooting event, right? Mm -hmm. Steve calls me up. I don't remember (laughs) what we were talking about, but Steve's like, Hey, bro, hey, Young Dolph. He doesn't explain anything to me, Mm -hmm. dude. Right? He goes, Young Dolph. Now, look, I don't know who the fuck that is. (laughs) I'll be honest. I never heard of Young Dolph. Sean, what do you know about Young Dolph? Nothing. Right. Still still don't. Right. So she's banging. Right. And the name is so crazy that I was like, I mean, names have been so crazy lately in rap names that I don't even question it anymore. Motherfucker's like, hey, man, what's up with Young Christmas? I'll be like, I don't know. (laughs) So Steve's like, and when Steve tells me, all right, you, you better check that out. And I'll, uh, we'll talk about it after you read up on it. Mm-hmm. That when Steve says that to me, I'm like, "Whoa, shit!" So uh-huh. I read up. So Steve, what do you? What did you? How did you find out about Young Dolph? Give us a little bit of a. Well, I got the news like a lot of other people got the news. You know, I mean, it was it kind of came out on the airwaves. But uh, you know, man, this was guy was uh, from Memphis. He was like Memphis. He was like Memphis. He was now. Like in back days, you had Memphis Bleak and shit like that. Like this dude was the face of Memphis, right? And there's not a ton of fucking rappers from Memphis, right? So he stands out, and the name Young Dolph, you know, like Young Dolph Lundgren, you know, right? So the, the I don't know, dude. The guy wears a big dolphin, diamond dolphin. Like you couldn't mistake <laughs> this dude. He had his own swag and his own shit, and he was really standing up for for Memphis. He gets murdered in. His hometown, his hometown. So, and it wasn't as it starts to unfold. It's very clear that it's not a robbery. A lot of these dudes, you know, there's robberies and they're getting killed for the jewelry and shit. This was very clearly not a robbery and a hit. And you know, he had been in some shit in L.A. I think he had been it's shot been before. Multiple times he's been yeah, shot. There's I been think shot twice at. before. Yeah, I think twice before. Um, there's a lot of you know. There was people in. Prior to that, talking about uh, uh, coming from, uh, there's a lot of, wait a minute, I lost my train of thought. There's a lot of other stuff coming into play and saying that uh, there were people sitting on him for the last year or two, Mm -hmm. you know, following him and different stuff. So, you know, man, it, it looked like a hit. Then they came out with fucking surveillance pictures right that show you you know and it's you know come on dog so uh you know man again and i have a blog post going up later today tomorrow and it talks i go kind of in depth about it man i think it's uh you know i don't know bro it's it's becoming so much of a norm that you're just not that surprised and that's what these dudes it seems like our rap artists today are either Catching a murder case yeah. or getting murdered, 
Right, yeah. but it, ha- it has it has echoes of Nipsey Hussle a little bit. That's right? what I was gonna say. He was like our Nipsey. Right. I mean, the guy was, and and everything that you hear, he was doing a turkey giveaway. He was a right. fucking turkey giveaway. Oh, he was buying some some cookies at the cookie what? store. He was there for Thanksgiving because yearly he goes to the poor places oh, in Memphis. That's fucked up. It was doing a turkey, and by the way, the vigil people and his family continued giving the turkeys away, even though they facing this tragedy. From what I understand from the reports, <laughs> right. And um, let's see what I got a little bit of audio for this. Let's see uh, where we're at and see if this can get bring. Maybe it was PETA. This is. Oh no, this ain't it. Oh no, that's that. That's our other next, our next, our next, our next. Let's see. Where's that video of? Well, maybe this will do it. Yes, this guy gives us a real good big shout out to uh, who the fuck is this? Bishop, Bishop. Max. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to this dude. I like this dude. Kind of like the ghetto Tom broke out, broke out. What's up? This your boy Big Man. You already know what it is, man. So let's get right to it. Okay, so today we're gonna continue talking about this young doll situation. Now, for the most of you, you should already understand what took place in Memphis earlier last week. You know what I mean? Or in the middle of last week, I should say. It was on Wednesday afternoon. Young doll this Wednesday successful rap superstar lost his life, right? A lot of people have been mourning him throughout the weekend. But things have been developing in the case, like the photos that came out that showed the shooters. Now, look at that, Steve. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are the shooters. And a clip. What yeah. Fucking try and color it out. That's yeah. Cool. I don't know why. They colored the whole shape of the. <laughs> yeah. They made it look bigger than it That's is. A big ass one. Yeah. So one guy, one guy's got a handheld pistol of some sort. The other assailant, I guess guy, I don't know. The other assailant has it looks like an AR-15 style banana clip, sometimes known as uh, 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 the goat horn. Uh, if you're in uh, the Mexican cartel, you might know it as the, the chivo or whatever. Anyway, so they're shooting into Makita, which a lot of people know that as a power tool. But here in Memphis, Makita is a, a famous cookie place, I guess. And these better be some bomb ass cookies. And apparently this is his hometown in Memphis, his home area. I guess that's why he was uh, let his His guard down and, you know, he pulled in. That's his car behind them. Right. That's his car behind them. They're dressed almost identical. They got caps, hoodies, face masks, and they even have eyeglass uh, coverings. And then they've got looks like look at that hand. Right. That looks like a glove. Mm -hmm. So they probably had gloves and they're wearing gray and black. So it's pretty nondescript. Right. They're going to melt back into whatever real quick. Right, but they actually they got the car and they got the full description of the car. Yeah, white Mercedes. Shit, right? Yeah. And like if you look at them, you can see so there's the parking bumper, the yellow parking bumper when you pump in that little curbs and they're mm. facing the other way. So they're shooting at them into the store, right. into the glass. Then the photos that came out and showed Young Dolph's homeboy allegedly shooting back. Then yesterday, video was released showing a vehicle that looked just like the car that that was used as the getaway car in the Young Dolph shooting, being towed away by police and led off somewhere, man. Now we just got information about somebody who checked themselves in the hospital and was unable to check themselves out, if you know what I mean, and how this might tie into the case as well. What? Now, this is all... A- so this guy is actually picking up after the initial reports. He said they towed a car somewhere. 
that looked like the getaway car for the, the shooters. Then they said somebody checked themselves into the hospital but weren't able to check themselves out again. And he's like, you know what that means? Meaning that, and Trig left. Yeah, he got yeah. him. <laughs> and got one. <laughs> Maybe. Or somebody who knows something. Yeah. Alleged, and none of this has been confirmed, but it seems like it's an important deal because the Memphis local police department put it out on their on their social media page. And a lot of people are talking about it online and in the streets. Now, before we get to the specifics, do me a favor. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Yep. Man, let's hey, Schwartz, so. make sure okay, our show gets that, that bro. You hear it? Listen, this is Memphis in the middle of nowhere. Where's our subscribe? Where's our YouTube? <laughs> you're in charge. I am. All right. Okay, go ahead, Steve. What were you going to say? I'm just, uh, inter- I, I, it's just interesting. I mean, I didn't hear anything about the shooters. Hitting anybody or anybody else. I hadn't heard any of that. That's new. Any information on the man or his name, they haven't released that as of yet. But a lot of people think this is somehow connected. Now, the story finished. Look at that, bro. That's yeah, but the- you want to know something? That's a I've kind of said, though, I've kind of said, though, in the pictures they keep on showing, they look like somebody might be shooting at them. You see that at all? How so? Kind Tell me, because right now we're because looking... Because the dude in the back looks like he's, like, dodging something. Mm-hmm. He don't... Unless he's reach, running backwards, like, he looks like somebody might have taken a shot at him. Right. That's what it looks Does like it, to me. Are all their shots are still shots, or, or is there video? No, there's video, so but they have Did they run up on him? See, that's or, what I'm saying. These pictures could be well, them well, running up right before uh, they... All right, check this out. First of all, his... What is that? What kind what of kind gun of, is that? No, hold on. What kind of car is that? That It's like a camouflage painted, Who but... Knows? What, it's like a Ferrari yeah, or... Yeah, or a McLaren shit. or some shit. Right, so, I mean, so think about that. Young Dolph is in the poorest parts of Memphis, so he feels comfortable, but he's driving that car. Yeah, camouflage fucking... Right, camouflage. Camo painted right. The whole and, hood knows that's him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what some dude was saying. There was like a guy, I wish I could find this video. There was like witnesses from the ground, and you can tell it right from the area because they're like, oh, uh, he showed up, but he will always get a, like a two piece yeah, right. fried chicken right there and about the chicken yeah. shop. And da, da, da. Those dudes were there. They knew and they saw. And they said everybody knew when he was in town and they knew where he was. Yeah. And, and young Dolph wasn't tripping. He wasn't rolling with a huge entourage or blah, blah, blah. Kind of the same thing you hear about Nipsey Hussle sometimes, right? Like yeah. these guys. But like Steve said, it's not really a steel situation. Like no. these guys are doing These a- guys knew, oh, there he go right there. Yep. Yeah. And regardless what, what you know, who sent him or whatever, like it's it's apparent. Like that there he goes right there. And look. And, 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 and so they wanted money. the car. They would have waited for him to come yeah, out and yeah, shoot no the doubt. keys. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Hey, they had paper on his head. Yeah. Somebody something, yeah, that or on his head. Regardless, there was he's like, "I'm coming for you." Mm-hmm. And check out that white. That so that's the white Mercedes. That's and the door's still open. So I think Steve, it could be exactly what you said. Somebody shot, and this guy in the back looks like he's doing a Heisman maneuver to evade getting shot at, right. or or they're turning a sharp corner there, right, to get an angle on this guy. And you know, listen. Anybody that knows anything about at gun- that moment, they're 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 in full, you know, they're they're running they're committed. up. They're running up, yeah. so that adre- they're moving fast right there. So he they could that could just be them right before they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, if somebody is busting on them, then they probably you but know, check- seen it coming. Yeah, but, but check- that's, that looked like that whatever's blacked out right there. That looks like a pretty 
big like strap right there. Like no, a no. Draco. That's a little Draco or something right everybody, there. <laughs> everybody, everybody described this one as an AR-15-like. Yeah. Uh, but, the, but the other thing is, I just want to point out, like, this is not, I don't think in a real tactical situation you want your homeboy this far behind you also blasting. You don't want to be standing no. downwind of the bullets nope. of your homeboy right here in a frenzied yeah. situation. Nope. No, I've seen, uh, I mean, I haven't seen, but I've I've seen the results of shit like that going back. Right, exactly. The motherfuckers yeah. ain't never been in a shootout or stuff, motherfucking, you, you know, like. Anything that moves. Damn, dude. <laughs> fuck it all dude. up, dude. Hey, when you, I told you, I told you when I did that one fucking, I did this one holiday and we grabbed and brought somebody with us. I had to unchamber the first round because this motherfucker had like an itchy finger. I'm like, I don't want nobody dead on this thing, dude. <laughs> right. So we didn't tell him, but we removed the first round. Man. Now, just in case this dude accidentally went to go cap somebody. Right. <laughs> Fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> right. Anyways, but but shit like that, you know, uh, dude, you never know. You put loaded guns in people's hands, bro. You, you really better know who they are, man, because <laughs> shit can go sideways real quick. The old West is chock full of stories like that. Bad motherfuckers at the at the saloon talking big talk about what's gonna go down the next day. Right, blew and, their own dick off. Oh, dude, <laughs> shot their buddy, shot, shot their in, the air, in the head got on fucking, accident. Yeah, yeah. All, I mean, baby got shot. All the time, the gun, like, shot a rock, horrible, ricochet, bro. hit him in the eye, right. then he oh, fell yeah. back shot into the fucking gasoline, up. exploded <laughs> everything, <laughs> fucking TNT. Absolutely, dude. That's that's more often than not, actually. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so these dudes right here might have been uh, clear on what they were doing, right? They might have actually been clear on what they're doing. So uh, I don't really know much more about it other than what we see here. I don't know. Did you guys Reed? talk about his beef with other Memphis rappers? No, nah, because we don't. I don't. Well, I right. mean, do you know? I don't know any yeah, other Memphis rappers. Yeah, he's had he's had beef with uh, Yo, Yo Gotti, Gotti, who's like the kind of the head of a lot of other rappers based in Memphis. Yeah. Um, but Young Dolph wasn't uh, a part of that camp, and it was another guy. I think. Uh, was that Black Youngster or something yeah, like Black that? Youngster. He also beefed, and he was supposedly, he had actually gotten arrested in 2017 yeah. when they put 100 shots in Young Dolph's fucking SUV. Yeah, right. I think that was the first time they yeah, shot him. Yeah, that was the first time. Then they shot him out here, like, two years ago. He got 20 shots and almost died. Yeah. And then this, they I got him. This and they got him. Well, I can I can only say this honestly from the from the bottom of my heart. Can we please get a moratorium on rappers using the name Gotti at least for like five years because <laughs> nah, it's confusing. Dude. There's Young Gotti and blah 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 Gotti and da-da, and I don't know who's who or what's going on. <laughs> like just like l- like five and years Gucci past. and Baby Gucci, like, little, right? Like, like just give five. Man. Yeah. So I, so the next time I hear about a Gotti, I know who it is. Cause Yo I'm, Gotti, Yo Gotti, Young Gotti, Big Gotti, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, but thinking uh, about guys that are, Sean. Yes. Weigh in, sir. Uh, on this whole thing. Come on. From a guy who used to be a rapper, mm-hmm, right? Sure. Ten buck. Yeah. All right. Why the fuck would you run up on somebody using a fucking coupe? Yep. It's two doors. <laughs> why, you, why wouldn't you get a four door? Why would you need a four door to run up on somebody? Because then you get shit like this where the dude's like fucking Way half a mile away them. behind right. you. 
Because he had to take, he had to push the seat down and the, climb out right. the back. The driver had so to put it in park. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you should have used a four door. You y'all, y'all would have been there. Yeah. I mean, at least they got the job done. I guess. <laughs> right. I mean, you're talking to some successful motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they got they obviously know what. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to tell them how to up their game. What I can tell you is this: Yeah, is, no, this is tragic. You're driving around in Memphis. Okay, just get this right, you guys. Go ahead. You're in Memphis. This is a poor part of the of the city, right? Yeah, right. right. Yeah, you see that car? Yeah, it's a little banged up, but that's a fucking 2020 or 2019 Mercedes Benz, white, white, right? White With brothers driving. Once that thing hit the airway and they saw that, it is not going to take them long to put two and two together in Memphis or where that car yeah. car came How from. How many of them? You think There's there not is? that many of those fucking brothers driving around a fucking. Yeah. $150,000 fucking white Mercedes, it, it, bro. It, it, right? First, right. So that, they're going to figure out, oh, they they had him rented, they, they robbed him. They, the way, the way they'll turn on each other in five minutes. Today, they probably already got know. him. They, they probably, probably wait, already wait, 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 wait. That's Shit. why, that's why the dude that fucked probably. up, bro. <laughs> that's why, well, hold on. Let's see how smart these dudes are because they did. That's why they were towing that white Mercedes. That yes. guy was like, right, they already caught it. But number one is, is that Mercedes composed of different Mercedes parts, or is that all one Mercedes? And whose name know. is it in, mm-hmm. or was it stolen? Right. These dudes, I'm looking at what they're doing. But when you roll into Memphis, or you roll into any town, yeah. and you're in a hood, yeah. anybody rolling around in a nice Mercedes like that, people know. Sure. No. But if you're a dumb criminal... Then you're the one driving around that afterwards getting fucking hot Cheetos and you wonder how you got pulled over. <laughs> if you're a smart criminal, you know that too. And so you leave it somewhere and let was the cops it fuck with immediately? that. Yeah. It well, was... we don't know. Oh, okay. But we know that they towed it. But where did they we tow it? They, they looked like they, they towed it from, from a right, house, from but right they didn't arrest people at. No, no, no. They towed it. Looked like from a house. You know why they didn't pull right up in front? Why? Because they didn't want the car on video. I mean, that might be true. That's why they didn't pull all the ways up. Because you don't see the license plate from this angle. Right. Mm-hmm. But they didn't stay out of the way of the cameras. Well, they knew that there was cameras there, I, I got to say. I don't think they cared. They knew. that. Why oh, I they... think they tried to I keep think, that car out of the right way there, of the cameras. They're just, that's that bold, like, this is time to do it. Yeah, I think they were trying to keep the car out of the way of the cameras. I agree with Steve because and you, you, you don't have to. Well, I don't know if they I don't think they counted on the car being caught in. Way of the thing. That's I, what I thought. Okay, I, and that makes sense because if you if you look at some of the video, the cameras are those black bubble cameras. Mm-hmm. So they might have a three sixty, but these guys might not have known exactly where the cutoff was. The ranges, so, right? But I that believe- doesn't that doesn't matter because they're gonna just backtrack from the direction they that car, car came. came. From. They're gonna right. and the mobile gas station right. and the AMPN yep. and the right. Circle K. But that only and then the cell phone and then the cell phone shit. That don't wait 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 wait. For, okay. Yes. Yes. If they want to. Listen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. But the issue is here. You got to know who those guys are. Yeah. If you don't know who those guys are, then you don't know what cell phone. Right, but if you start tracing back the footsteps, I'm just telling you, bro. Could, I, I seen, I seen, that car's uh, I seen say twenty of these that on motherfucking l- the first forty eight, <laughs> and they all went down the same way, dude. I'm down. telling you, yeah. They start talking to some neighbors, and they're like, "Oh, it was, it was uh, uh oh, yeah. Jojo." 
Oh, it came with that Mercedes. Wait, wait. He had a Mercedes. Parked over at so so because they robbed so and so And next thing you know, yeah. they got, they got the it whole all. motherfucking thing, dude. Blueprint. Right. And they weren't letting that out right away. It takes some fucking few Oh, days no, to no. Put that I together. agree with that. I agree with that. They if got, it's they, that. They got their informants they're tapped in with right now with that have their ear that, to the street. Dude, they got all, all their shit. dope fiends running around dude, Memphis. You don't think they know who's driving a Mercedes? Damn right they do. Yeah. And if they can't find these guys, they'll just go out and the, if the pressure's really on, they'll just go arrest fucking 50 dope yeah, fiends on the street. And they'll be like, give us 24 hours. And we'll find 22 out. 22 of them are going to tell. <laughs> don't walk right, don't go in. Whoever can let us know. You know what we're looking for. First one in here gets kicked out tonight. They'll all come running up. Fuck, I would love to Dude, have that all documented. Wrong. That's exactly <laughs> how they do it. They I won't even chase those guys down. The information will come to them. I would love to see that documented. I'm not doubting it. Oh. I mean, I've seen the first 48 too. That's why I don't commit crime. All the toughest motherfuckers <laughs> crack on interrogation. They start crying. They're That's like, That's enough. What I'm saying is they don't need the license plate. Right. Yeah. You're in Memphis. That's a $150,000 Mercedes. Yeah. If it's not stolen. Right. It right. doesn't it matter stolen. even if it's stolen. Go ahead. Even, people, even but if it's stolen, what was they it stolen for? They didn't pop out for? of nowhere. If it, was no, stolen, no. if it was stolen for a joyride, they took it. To plenty of places that plenty Listen. of people know. Okay. So and so okay. and so and so were the only okay. two in I'm a white bad. Mercedes. The question will be license. the question will be uh-huh. this is the real question on the table. And yes, it's a tragedy. Yeah. The question yes, will be is. yes, it is. The question will be, how fucking planned out was this hit? Mm-hmm. If the hit was real because I'm or, looking for or how long. Well, I mean, yeah. the guy's been hit how many times already? Right. In how many that's years? A like perfect, time frame, hey, that's like a perfect. That's a perfect cover. There, there's like, yeah, like that's a perfect cover. And when, it could when, all be three different reasons, or it could be the same person. Sure. Like, hey, if you I want had, that motherfucker. You want to know something? Already, it though. looks like I'm just gonna say this. Go ahead. If there's that many attempts on you, it's usually one motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. that's intent go. on getting you, dog. Right. Wherever you go. So, Think about that, dude. All oh, these motherfuckers are shooting. At what me. happens? Yeah. What happens if these two dudes show up dead? That's that's when you're doing crimes the right way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, that's the only way. If you, you want a secret between right three people, bro. make sure the other two are dead. That's it. Hey, cue up the Layla music. Cue up that. Everybody gets mad when somebody commits it when does it the right way. They call that cold blooded. They call Jimmy it cold thought it, blood. Jimmy thought it was that. After that, everybody was showing up dead. <laughs> Jimmy, that was Jimmy's money. <laughs> In fact, Frankie Carbone the, the was so frozen that the corner when that really goes. When you really see that go down, the motherfuckers are really believing that they were that guy. Oh yeah, dude. And they were That's like the end of, the of Goodfellas when everyone's showing yeah. up dead, and that dude they had to thaw out Frankie Carbone yeah. for two weeks before the autopsy could be done. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold, bro. Yeah, it's this. After- all you can hope for <laughs> that you didn't see it coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's After, all you could hope for them uh, that you didn't yeah. see it coming. Yeah, you fast, right? right. Fast, man. Come on. And these man, guys cool. were always whacking each other. And after that, it, everybody was showing up dead. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, is uh, before I see your hand flailing. What is that about, Short? I'm just letting you know. Keep it we moving. Have, uh, yeah. We all right. Let's. Uh, we got to wrap this up. What, yep. What's up with uh, what? Go ahead, Jumon. Please. Baton store in San Francisco's Union Square. This comes just days after a robbery crew cleaned out a diamond jewelry store. At Sun Valley Mall in Concord. Whoa! 
How much shit did they get? God damn. KPI X-Files' Kenny Choi, photojournalist Bob Horn were the first crew on the scene there tonight. Kenny? Yeah, this is still a very active scene with a heavy police... <laughs> people there's always a pause that's like a thing yeah, yeah. it never just starts he's like that's right i blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fucking assholes all right go ahead let's go presence we're told that they are still searching for suspects in the area take a look behind me you can see some of the uh, doors and look at empty shelves smashed glass littering the sidewalk everything goes. look at those shelves bro louis vuitton hey, shelves Everything. Everything. The security guards just gonna run out of the security guards. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going home right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's cleaned out glass everywhere. And this is after a fucking diamond, same exact thing, diamond heist in Concord. How many people ran in there? There are like 80. Oh shit, like a flash mob? It's yep. like flash fucking mob <laughs> stealing. That's what they're doing. That's that's shit. Yeah, and then shit. and then even there was uh, one in uh, Walnut Creek, which is the same area, where they hit a Nordstrom, 80 people, again, broke the glass and fucking ran in and just gaffled a bunch of shit. So I was talking to Steve about it, and I'm like, this might be a new, maybe it's not that new, but we haven't heard it recently, a new way of doing crime, which is like, all right, why don't we get 150 people Show up at one of these high-end motherfucks, break the glass, everybody grab what you can and run. That's it's it. not new. I think yeah. it's just more organized. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, we did dumb shit like that all the time, but we didn't have a means to get, you know, 80, 100 people together and do it. It would be 10 of us, 12 mm-hmm. of us, and you would do the same shit, you know? A little crew, dude. That was <laughs> now, there, now. There's a Reddit page, but now it's see, like see, now you just create look at a this. little secret look at chat this. room and watch or- this. orchestrate some uh, shit. You watch, know? watch this. Watch this. Watch what happens here. This isn't even breaking the glass. This is during. So this these guys go into a Louis Vuitton while it's doing business and watch what happens, dude. This is so great. Watching video. Here we go. The moment shoppers inside the Louis Vuitton store realized what was going on around them as 14 suspects blitzed the shop, stealing everything in sight. They pulled out uh, the garbage bags and then began to start to empty the shelves and fill fill their bags with uh, merchandise. According- Did you see that dude just jump up and grab some shit off the top shelf? He's like, yeah, I need that. <laughs> it's like my girl needs that bag. <laughs> so imagine you're just shopping. And all of a sudden, 14, 20 dudes run in or do that, and they just start gaffling everything that's out. Let me ask you a question. If that happens and you're looking at a purse that you're getting for your wife, are you just turning around and running out with that shit? Are you... Oh. No, uh, I'm not. Your video, that. perfect. I'm not stealing jack <laughs> shit. I mean, first of all, I don't need to. Right. So I don't need that kind of heat. And I see that come in. I'm not wearing a mask. So every, oh, maybe I am. Yeah. Right, What's but you're California? gonna be. I got braids. I mean, you're gonna track me down pretty easy. Right. So no, I'm not gonna do that. No, no, no. But I'm saying I, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them did. Yeah, I don't know about that. But all I'm trying to tell you is, is there's no. Listen, you know I'm, what I'm gonna do? Go ahead. I'm gonna walk right outside, and as I'm just gonna excuse myself and walk out. And as I walk outside, right as I get out of view of everything, there's gonna be stuff Ooh. all over the floor <laughs> from everybody running. 
I'm gonna just pick those up off the ground. You know what I might do is help, like help I might be standing next <laughs> while I'm standing there next to be 30 things on the floor outside. What, what I might do is be standing next to Steve when he picks his shit up off the floor. If one of the smaller ones is carrying a bag, I'm just gonna clock him and grab exactly. his bag and trip him. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just like, you know, I don't know. Maybe some of my friends there was a, a riot going on and people went uh, in and looted a fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> and waited for those guys to take it back home and then show it. So up. do you think do you think that now because I had this conversation like a year ago when oh. the masks were being implemented and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like I, you pull I, off I, I was, it was I think it was me and my son. We pulled up somewhere and trying to be you know safe. Let's put the gloves on. Right, I, I have you know right. from the tattoo shop, so I have a bunch of gloves yeah. on, on me all the time. So we're putting gloves on. Put the mask on, and I'm like, you know what? This feels really, familiar. you know, like. <laughs> It, not, not only familiar. familiar, but like I could not be doing this normally prior to all this, and it be like no one's be like, "What the fuck?" Right, right, you'd stand right there out masking like a, the fuck up. Stand you out know like what I mean? Sword. Like, no, yeah. Sorry, so right. now we've pretty much told everybody, "Go ahead and wear masks." That creates a scenario where you're gonna have people who are gonna be like, "Well, if I have to wear a mask, you can't see me. I, I need this. I might as well go do that." Yeah, you know, I told like, I would yeah. I, it opens it up more. You, yeah, you, yeah, you can blend you're inviting doors, you, you know, can like, blend back in a lot easier. And if I was one of those dudes, I would have a reversible jacket, two sets of gloves. First set black, underneath white. Yeah. And I would have a reversible mask. And I would do the thing, and as soon as I hit the streets again, I'll fucking take all that shit off and just look like another person with a mask and nothing that matched what was on the fucking screen. Yeah, I'd have a regular set of clothes on and then another set right on top. Yeah, That's like there you go. three sizes Peel bigger. it off. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And walk but, it right off. <laughs> but <laughs> zip it, drop that shit, and keep yeah, pushing. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but. That whole new person come yeah. out, huh? Yeah. I would imagine that, that, that this would make that it even another reason not to have your own store <laughs> yeah like no more why do we need stores especially these big big ones so we, i'm at this fucking uh you know there's robberies all the time on melrose right so i go to but the most fucking... my excuse me but most stores like that we, i mean they usually have a or did they have a security, security ran, oh for yeah. sure What's he gonna they, ran, do? they yeah. ran away right yeah. but the the yes so we they had this opening of the shop i'm up at it on melrose on friday night and there's robberies up there it's a big it's a big tennis shoe store that's opening and he's got three armed guards working for this opening right and that. i was like yeah i'm waiting for the third one and then we're gonna open up he goes you know i gotta wait for the third one to get here he goes because you know across the street they did an armed robbery this morning mm. they hit the manager over there with the gun took like three thousand and some clothes wow this is at 11 o'clock in the afternoon 11 o'clock in the morning yeah. right it's not so happening that's at the type yeah. of fucking robberies Shootings and robberies that are going on on Melrose, bro, yeah, in the midday. I and mean, what was that other one well, we saw? What tackling them, not busting on them. We shot them, peeling their chains and their yeah, watches. Yeah, that watch. Remember that <laughs> was broad daylight. People yeah. were eating lunch or breakfast, oh, and yeah. the dudes ran up oh, in Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of shit like that going on. Talk Bra about brazen, braven, brazen. <laughs> yeah. And with that, Ovando Bowen, Ovando Bowen LLP. We specialize in. Oh, Ovando Bowen, <laughs> LLP. We specialize in defending you against the smash and grab allegations. The retainer is a Louis Vuitton bag. Yes. <laughs> with 10000 inside. And uh, 
we'll help you. We won't bullshit you. And let me tell you something. Go to hardluckshow.com because that's the best motherfucking website there is. There's blogs, videos, articles, history. And you can order your own Duke Major tobacco. We'll <laughs> hand deliver it to your house. And I've gotten the co-sign from Big Lepke. He's so proud of it. And Ronald Reagan, ex-president, back from the dead, climbed up out of the grave and said, I love Duke Major tobacco. That's all I smoke. Just say yes. Go ahead, Schwartz. Uh, give a shout out to my wife and uh, the fellas here. And uh, just uh, for doing another fucking bang up job. That's it. That's all I got. Sean. Sean at movemental.media. Trigger, give a shout out and uh, work Shout out you. to the unauthorized the whole fam at Level 4 Tattoo Shop, Blindside Studios in Austin, Texas. Mm. And of course, the Hard Luck Show family right here. Mm. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, Triggs. Big shout out. Unauthorized Inc. Level 4 Tattoo Shop. Mm. Um, thanks for coming down. This mm-hmm. is a good show. Uh, www.supermaxhardware.com. Come check us out. Vibes and cookies. And always listen to the Hard Luck Show. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And keep your eyes open for the Art of War coming up soon. Coming soon. Adios, amigos. country and we hit one of those deers. I told you where the blood came from. I told you. Jimmy told you before. I won't say. Anyway, you know what reminds me? I need this knife. I'm going to take this. It's okay? Okay, yeah. I just need it for Bring it while. back, though, you know. Well, the poor thing, you know, we got... I hit him and his... Uh, we hit the deer and his paw... What do you call it? 
The port. The port. Big hoof. The hoof got caught in the grill. Oh. I got I to gotta hack it off. Ooh. Ma, it's a sin. You're going to leave it there, you know. So, anyway, I'll, I'll bring your knife back after I do that. Anyway. Delicious. Delicious. Thank you. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, Ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. I love you. I want to be with you. I want to settle down. <laughs> How's your friend, Henry, dear? Henry, what's the matter? You don't talk too much. What you talking about? You're quiet for me. You don't eat much. You don't talk much. <laughs> I'm just listening. What's the matter? Something wrong with you? You remind no. me of when we were kids from Paris, used to visit one another, and there was this man. He would never talk. He would just sit there all night and not say a word. So they says to him, what's the matter, Compari? Don't you talk? Don't you say anything? He says, what am I going to say? That my wife two times me? So she says to him, shut up. You're always talking. <laughs> <laughs> but well, in Italian, it sounds much nicer. Well, you know? the content. Yeah, that's it. What's that mean? It means he's, he's content to be a jerk. Ah. Well, and he doesn't care. Who knows it? He's did, uh, did Tommy ever tell you about my painting? No. Look at this. Ah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I like this one. The dog, one dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. Well, one is going east and the other one is going west. So what? And this guy's saying, what do you want from me? The guy's got a nice head of white hair. Look how beautiful with the dog. It looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like somebody we know. me <laughs> <laughs> without the beard. No, it's him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's him. Holy, I'm on When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.